Hello, Sharon here, and welcome to episode four of my podcast, Bipolar Conscious. Um, Today, I'm going to talk to you about bipolar disorder and managing stress during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I'm pulling a lot of tools out of my toolbox at the moment that I've been taught in my 20-year diagnosis, but there are three main things to remember, and that is to maintain a consistent sleep pattern. Now, I find that I'm, uh, I'm having a milky drink at night, and if you do have a PRN, emergency and medication, which will, which will lower you, then to take that at night time or otherwise directed by your doctor, but I'm taking mine at night time, having a milky drink and coming off of social media. Uh, one of the other things to remember is try to be prepared. Planning is everything and a routine is vital. And the other thing to remember is don't overdo it on social media. So pull yourself away from that screen. Listening to podcasts is good because it means you're not on the screen. You just have the background voices going on and that's quite soothing. Okay, bipolar disorder can cause people to have a more reactive response to stress when compared to those without the diagnosis. So how do you manage bipolar in the face of uncertainty? Are there further actions that you may consider taking to better manage symptoms of the COVID-19 pandemic? We know that when you have bipolar disorder, you are at risk of unstable moods whenever there are excess stresses, such as now. In addition to the health and hygiene recommendations from the Public Health Service, such as regular hand washing and social distancing, Maintaining a healthy and consistent sleep pattern is essential to sustaining a stable mood. Loss of sleep is a trigger and one of the first signs of mania. It is very important to contact your care provider if you find that you are not sleeping and it's a good idea to discuss a plan to manage your sleep. For example, example, as I've just said, having a PRN or emergency medication on hand to take on an as-needed basis. I'm prescribed two and a half milligrams of olanzapine, which I find is very useful for when my mind is too busy. The risk of developing a manic phase, um, manic episode after even one night of missed sleep is high and the consequence of a manic episode will be greater in our current stressful times. People with bipolar often know that for them, the depressed phase is more common and that's why they live with daily That's what they live with daily and on a chronic basis. The stream of worrisome news may serve to exasperate worry and anxiety and cause preoccupation with the worst case scenario. It's important then you and your family know that you can benefit from a strategy to manage anxiety and fixations on catastrophic outcomes that could lead to panic and confusion. Planning is everything, as I've just said. Outpatient clinics are evaluating how best to serve everyone and are dedicated to the health and safety of all staff and patients. For your next appointment, check the website of the clinic and find out the policy for visits that find out that a policy for visits is in place. If you can call by telephone, expect a waiting time. Maybe send an email to the clinic or message through the patient portal. 
Find out if your provider offers the option of a telephone or an online interaction. My last psychiatrist appointment was done over the internet where I actually saw his face and I found this helped. I was given a link on my appointment letter and I just followed the link and there he was. He was at home as well and we had a very good appointment. Be sure that you have your refills of your medications. Talk with your family or a close friend about your plan. Ask them to be a part of the strategy to stay well and healthy. The current challenging times may be with us for a while. If you become manic or depressed, contact your provider immediately and if possible, include your family or a close friend, somebody in your support network. Ask about additional medication to treat your symptoms and also ask about options such as urgent urgent or emergency services as well as the risks of going to the local emergency department. Now I'm going to talk about social distancing and social media. The recommendation for social distancing, meaning staying away from places where people gather, may be a problem for many. It can mean that there are fewer people to help you monitor how you are doing. It is best to identify a check-in buddy, someone you know well and whom you can talk to once or twice a day by phone or chat. Now I'm doing that and I have a meeting at 10 o'clock in the morning with one of my fellow directors of the project that I work on, um, who also doubles up as my PA. And then I have a social meeting at 4.30 in the afternoon with a friend who's very understanding of my bipolar and other friends do call in. We're on Zoom and we've called it the Early Doors Club. I'm finding this helps because in the morning I get to check in with Lily, my my personal assistant and my fellow director. And that gets me set up for the day of tasks that I have to do. And she checks about the night I've had. And then at 4.30, that's my last talk before I settle down with my partner for the evening. And we have a final, we have giggles, we have a laugh. And, um, and we check how everybody's day's been going. And I'm finding that's really helpful. There are lots of platforms that you can have these chats on, like Google Meets, uh, Facebook Messenger, and then there's Zoom. Be wary of overdoing it on social media. Flicking through pages can have your eye, rapid eye movement um, stimulating you. So maybe listen to a podcast or read a book. Minimise your exposure to the news feeds that tends toward the sensational. Allow yourself a limited amount of news and talk with your care provider if you are concerned. You can get updates from the World Health Organization, from the news, and the Center for Disease and Control of Prevent and Pre- Center for Disease Control and Prevention. We all need to be try and be calm, follow guidelines, get plenty of rest, rest, wash hands very frequently, be aware, and most of all, keep well. Okay. Now that's um, my advice for the day with bipolar disorder and managing stress during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now I found that reverting back to the five ways to well-being, which was on an earlier episode, is helping me every day. 
and I am picking out things. Uh, today I'm going to be making homemade tartare sauce and I'm going to be giving it out. We have a bucket on a rope, which I'm in a, a first floor building um, on quite a busy street and people are passing and handing me jam jars, give, donating jam jars to my to my latest um I don't want to call it an obsession, but uh, I am rather into making homemade tarte sauce and homemade whole grain mustard. So I'm filling up those jam jars that have been given and passing them out to people coming by. I've got somebody swapping with goat's cheese today, which is quite exciting. It means I'm connecting with people, seeing people, and I'm giving, and uh, I'm learning. I'm learning how to make these things. Now, um, I'm also going to make energy balls today, uh, which are very healthy, made of almonds, almonds, um, dates, coconut, coconut oil, and um, I'm putting some hemp seed in there and some chia seeds. Hemp seed is vital for your brain. If you can't get fresh fish, um, then you do need the omega-3 in hemp seeds, linseed and other really, hemp milk. That's really good. We do need our omega-3. I'm going to do a separate episode on the benefits of fresh fish for people with bipolar because it's absolutely vital. Uh, look out for my further episode. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed today and I'll put this out there. I was hoping to do an interview today, but that's been delayed. But I do have a few interviews lined up for next week. One in particular is very exciting. Um, the Mental Health Commissioner of our county, East Sussex, has agreed to come on my podcast, Mr Kenny Mackay. And he will be talking about what he does to look after his mental health himself and services that are available nationwide and in our area for people that are struggling at the moment. So look out for that episode. That will be sometime next week. Uh, I also have interviews planned with um, uh, my old support worker. I have a nice poetry episode coming up and hopefully I'll be talking to a local well-known poet and the benefits of writing poetry for people with bipolar as we have a lot of creativity. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Today is Saturday the 16th of January. We're halfway through January now. Uh, Christmas is long gone. Um, it's a very rainy day here. I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's a very rainy day. I have the heating on and um, it's time to just get in my pyjamas um, after going out and getting supplies, masked up, of course, and... Um, with, and it's time to have a cosy day. I'm going to listen to some music. I'm going to listen to some podcasts. And I have a report to write on my project with help of my personal assistant and my fellow director, Lily. Okay, thanks for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>